Thanks for listening to this OCRFM podcast. Head to ocrfm.org.au to find more great content and information about how to donate and support this community radio station. Lollipop, lollipop, Afternoon delight and welcome to the show that is sugary spiceness and everything niceness on OCRFM, which is ninety eight point three across Colac and District, eighty eight point seven FM along the coast and streaming online at ocrfm.org.au. Happy Father's Day, Max. Yeah. <laughs> well, not that you're a father, but no. uh, to all the dads out there. Yeah. Uh, have you spoiled him rotten today? A little bit. A little bit? Yeah. Thank goodness for that. <laughs> Could be embarrassing. Uh, we have an apology to make before we kick off the show this week, and I'm not sure if you know what this apology is about. I don't know. No, not quite sure? No. Uh, it's more to our listeners on the podcast, because last week, um, after I finished the show off, we rocked all that chocolate mousse, uh, I went to put the podcast up, and the file was corrupted. <laughs> Ah. So our voices were unrecognisable, <laughs> robotic, strange things. Uh, so we apologise that last week's podcast didn't actually happen. You had to actually tune in live to OCRFM to hear all the moosey goodness. Yeah. And uh, our what else did we do last week? We looked at uh, mm. the the rice bubble uh, treats and stuff like that. Yeah. It was the best <laughs> show that we've ever done, and it didn't make it. No, maybe not. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, sadly... Um, that show only lived in the moment, which is okay. Uh, but today, fingers and toes crossed, everything's working perfectly. So what we did do last week, uh, as a bit of a, a apology slash makeup, is that um, we put up uh, some archival recordings of back in the early, early, early days of Afternoon Delight. We celebrated our 500th episode a few weeks ago. Yeah, uh, I found the recordings from... Uh, the original Afternoon Delight team chatting to Australia's lolly doctor, Dr. Tony Risson. <laughs> so we put that up. So hopefully people who are you know regularly listening out for the podcast each Sunday afternoon um, were, were okay with the fact that uh, it was something that had never been aired on the podcast before, but it was, yeah, something from, from history. And again, we thank Dr. Tony for uh, chatting to us all the way back in the early days but she did her doctorate in lolly history. <laughs> so she's officially Australia's lolly doctor. So that's why if you're looking and you think, hang on a second, the Facebook page said moose and we're listening to some people interviewing someone on the other side of Australia, that's what was going on. <laughs> but let's get this show on the road, shall we? Because it is Father's Day and uh, sometimes in the, the show we've uh, you know invited dads on before to talk about their favourite lollies. Uh, I remember my dad, um, quite proudly on air, deciding to <laughs> announce this show should get a uh, diabetes expert on. <laughs> but uh, did you shower dad with sweet treats at all, Max? Yeah, he's got some Turkish Delight. Turkish Delight, good yeah. stuff, the top shelf. 
Uh, let's find out what is new on the shelf this week. What's new, Pussycat? Okie dokie. What is new this week on the shelf, Max? It's Alan's Bites. Oh, yes, yes. What's it's new in the world of Alan's Bites? Chocolate Coconut Rough. Chocolate Coconut Rough. Oh, okay, in bite-sized pieces. Yeah. Right, so Coconut Rough in its own right, uh, quite famously made by some other um, chocolatiers and confectionery folks out there. Now, uh, I'm assuming your mum might have put you up to this, considering that it's chocolate yeah. and coconut, because she is uh, mad for it. <laughs> but the the coconut rough is kind of along the same era as, in my mind, probably not in, in true fact, but in my mind, the wagon wheel and stuff like that, and the mint patty, and it's kind of along that line of stuff. Yeah. So they made them bite-sized now, instead of being round and uh, delicious, now they're in... Kind of Malteser looking size. Yeah. Does it give us any who, what, why, where, and when on the packaging? Um. Not really, I don't think. Not really? Because to me, it looks like a Malteser that's got desiccated coconut through the outer layer. Yeah, it doesn't say anything about it. Oh, okay. No hints, no tips. Well, bite in and let me know what's happening in the world of uh, the bite-sized coconut rough. What are you thinking? Just chocolatey and coconutty. Mmm. It's got a solid coconut centre. Uh, sorry, solid <laughs> chocolate centre. Yeah. And if you're a fan of coconut, you're definitely going to like it because it's very coconutty. <laughs> There are coconut flecks all throughout the outer layer. Not in the centre, though. See, to me, the coconut rough has the coconut centre. This is almost the inverse. Because it's got the chocolate centre and then coconut on the inside <laughs> uh, and the outside, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as with all coconut products, it's going to get stuck in your uh, teeth. Mm-hmm. You'll be sitting, picking away for hours. Um... How many roughly in the coconut rough pack? Um, it's a 110 gram pack. Yep. 30 maybe. 30 or so. And yeah. what have we got on the uh, the the portion sizes? What are they recommending? Servings per pack is five. Okay. And then serving size is approximately four pieces. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well. That's not too bad then. Four fives. Mm. You, you, you get plenty out of there. You could uh, <laughs> pop these in a lunchbox and uh, I guess coconut is fruit. Yeah. <laughs> High sugar content though by the sound of it. Uh, thumbs up, thumbs down. What are you giving it? Uh, one thumb up. One out of two? Yeah. Don't really like coconut You're as not much a huge as one. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll admit it, it's got to be kind of cherry ripe for me to enjoy coconut. I don't, yeah. I'm not really a bounty fan or a coconut rough because yeah. it's just too coconutty. It's got to have another flavour with it. Yeah. But uh, those fans of coconut rough may uh, may prefer this in bite size as opposed to the big chunky stuff. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back after this to check out the history of today's product, which is the Fizzer. So stick around for that. <laughs>
It is time on Afternoon Delight to check out the history of fizzes. Max, what do you think of when you think of a fizzer? Uh, long, chewy things. Long, chewy things. Yeah, pretty much, in a nutshell. Um, fizzes, to me, were the, uh, you know, corner shop lollies. I They've only just recently, to my knowledge, started popping up in supermarkets. Oh, okay. Yeah. But uh, to... To go down the whole line of them, they're a South African lolly. Did you realise that? Nah. Yeah. Um, and they come from a company called Beacon. So I did a little bit of uh, scratching around and found out that Beacon began in January 1931 when Jaime Zulman, I love that name, Jaime, <laughs> reminds me of a Get Smart character. Anyway, he was an immigrant from Lithuania. Uh, arrived in Durban and for £500 bought the Durban Confectionery and Spice Works, which had recently closed down. And so they started producing handmade boiled sweets, toffees, cordials and coffee with a team of six workers. So, you know, big stakes in the early days. Uh, he'd been in eight years... Uh, so he'd been in eight years. He'd been in South Africa for eight years and had learned to speak some English... Um, he worked a variety of different jobs, uh, which included being a tea room assistant at a bakery, and then uh, he married Mary Zulman, and um, so their Spice Works was a double-storey building, and it became quite a big, successful wholesaling company. So the guy that used to own it, um, they kind of almost swapped roles, because Mr. Zulman borrowed some mon- money from him to pay wages to get his company started, and then um, he ended up paying him off and buying the, the company off him, Yeah, which was pretty cool. So anyway, um, through this company, um, he had been uh, travelling to purchase different types of machinery for his chocolates and confectionery, and he made a trip to the UK where he saw a neon... Uh, advertisement in the shape of a lighthouse so he was kind of caught with that and he's like that looks really cool and so he named his branding Beacon (laughs) and then uh, in 1936 the name was officially changed and in 1938 they started making chocolates for the first time by then they had more than 60 permanent staff so it's not even you know 10 years down the track Uh, Maynard's um, the British company caught hold of their uh, products and went, hey, these guys are doing some good stuff. So um, they started importing stuff for them, such as the wine gums, and uh, they built new factories, storerooms and offices. The company grew even further, and they started by 1969 to uh, manufacture things like Easter eggs and prepackaged chocolates. Um, but the, the product that we're looking at today, the fizzes, are a fruity, chewy, fizzy candy that's primarily sold in South Africa, because that's where it's produced. Uh, how many flavours do you think there are of fizzes on the market? About six, maybe? No, oh, six. <laughs> bang on. Yeah. <laughs> so the the six flavours, I, I didn't realise that there were six in total. I've ever, only ever known three flavours. Yeah. Because there's three that we get here in Australia... But uh, in uh, South Africa, they've got some other ones. So I know of the creamy soda, strawberry, and the apple. But um, they also have blue buzz, which is a berry-ish 
tasty one. Not quite sure what the berry is. Um, cream soda often confuses the American market because they think that it's going to taste like their A and W. Remember when we did that on the show? Um, the cream. They call their their thing cream soda. To me, that's root beer. It's a really sharp taste compared to what we call creamy soda. Yeah. The fizzer lollies actually nail the creamy soda <laughs> taste. Um, but uh, yeah, so strawberry, raspberry, cream soda, apple, blue buzz. Grape and cola are the uh, the six flavors out there. Um, they also have fizz pops, which are flavored lollipops with sherbet in the middle, and it starts to fizz on the outside of the lollipop, but it wears off pretty quickly. But uh, that is the the basic history of uh, Beacon and the fizzers, who have a bit of a history with uh, yeah, as I say the the Maynard's company from the UK with their wine gums and all sorts and things like that. But the Fizzers are definitely a Beacon product that's been around for quite a long time. Um, Beacon itself became part of the Jungle Oats family in the 1990s and then bought out by Tiger Brands. But uh, they still export to the Middle East, Australia, Africa, Europe and the Far East under the, the Beacon name. And most recently, as I said, um, these fizzers have started being produced in fizzer favourite packs, and they're a lot smaller, so we'll have a chat about that after the break. But if you've got some fizzer fun facts or uh, memories that you'd like to share on the show, you can do so by heading to the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. We're back to go head-to-head right after this. Ladies and gentlemen, strap yourselves in for this week's great confectionery debate as we pit two similar lollies against each other to decide an overall champion. It is time to go head-to-head on Afternoon Delight with some fizzers. As I said uh, before the break, I don't know whether I'm disappointed or not with the size of fizzers in these favourite packs. They've not even halved. I'd say they're a third of the size of what I remember fizzers to be. Probably, yeah. Yeah. So I'm thinking a fizzer would be about uh, 15 centimetres long, maybe, originally. Yeah. You got your magic measuring stick there, Max? What have we got on these new ones? I'm not quite sure if they uh, are a third or a half or... Uh, yeah. yeah, six centimetres. Six centimetres, so two to twelve. Yeah, roughly... Still under half in my... I don't know, I'd have to get an original fizzer to know uh, whether or not my imaginary measurements are uh, on the mark or not. But the favourite pack has pulled together some of the, as the name suggests, favourite fizzer flavours, considering there's apparently six of them. I would expect six flavours in the bag, but no. (laughs) Sadly, not to be. Uh, What have we got here? The strawberry-flavoured ones. Mm -hmm. Then... Creaming cream soda flavored. Yep. And grape. Excellent. Uh, we had some extra strawberries in here, but uh, there was no blue buzz, which I was really looking forward to uh, finding because I've I've yet to have them. I've only ever read about them. Um, but yeah, the creamy soda ones, really really good stuff. <laughs> um, where do we want to start? With a strawberry. Strawberry, no problem. Yeah. Plenty of those to go around. Um, so, my memory of a fizzer is that, yeah, super chewy. Like a red skin. 
Oh, Red Ripper now. Well, Red Ripper's now. So, yeah, no, that that's the thing. You have grown up with uh, Redskins slash Red Rippers yeah. being soft. <laughs> My generation and generations before me were so... They were, like, harder than a minty. Yeah. And they would pull out people's teeth. They were <laughs> that chewy. These are similar to... We've had Laffy Taffy on the show before. Yeah. But, yeah, I guess um, the Red Ripper or the... The red skin of old is very similar. Um, I was assuming I could snap that in half. It's not quite <laughs> happening. It's just bending and stretching. <laughs> um, there we go. It's got a bit of a snap to it. Uh, so it's a light pink color. Uh, don't know if it has a uh, specific type of pink. What would you compare that pink to? Unicorn pink? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Now, does the centre have the fizz in it, or is it fizzy all throughout? I think it's just all throughout. Definitely very chewy. Mm-hmm. Kind of melts in your mouth as you go. The more you chew, it just disintegrates and disappears. Yeah. But, oh, it's actually harder to chew than I remember. Mm-hmm. Not sure if that's because it's in its smaller form, perhaps. I remember them being very bendy and stretchy. But this has actually got quite a bit of force behind it to to chew. Yeah. It's not like bubblegum or anything. <laughs> Until about the eighth chew, <laughs> when it gets a bit softer. What are you thinking? doesn't have as strong of a, of a flavour, but... Yeah, it's not like, you know, some strawberry flavours get that really strawberry jam sugar taste. Yeah. It's a very subtle... It's a very sweet taste, but it's not a very strawberry taste. Yeah. You can tell that it's meant to be strawberry, but it tastes kind of more glucosey <laughs> and sugary than, um, than actual strawberry. Yeah. Still nice. It doesn't have, for fizzer in its name, I don't know, are you getting any fizz? A little bit, but... Yeah, again, because yeah. it's in smaller form, the traditional one would have kind of a, a fizzy paste on the inside yeah. of sherbet that would um, get your mouth going. Okay, then. Well, uh, next on my list is grape, and then I run out of uh, <laughs> options. But what are you thinking? Go grape? Yeah. Go in purple? Now, again, light purple? What... What shade would you call this? Yeah, just a light purple. <laughs> kind of violet, maybe? Light. Very light purple. It's like a pastel colour. Yeah. I can't even get this out of its wrapper. It's uh, a wax paper wrapper, so it's not meant to stick. But I've somehow managed to get the one that's stuck to the wrapper <laughs> and uh, will not come out. Um, oh, I don't know. The lightest violet slash mauve colour. It's like if Grimace wore a lot of sunscreen. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I can't get over how small this is. (laughs) It's really ruining my childhood. Okay, going from round two. Now, as grape flavour, we're kind of looking, I assume, for that very artificial hubba-bubba grape flavour. Mm-hmm. What's it doing for you? It's a stronger flavour. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And 
I'm getting a heap of fizz. Mm-hmm. Don't know what they did with the strawberry one, but this, I think, has all this, <laughs> the fizz from the strawberry one. Super chewy and sour. Is it a sour grape? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's <laughs> why. <laughs> so it's not necessarily extra flavour. It's just a sour flavour. It's got like that citric acid bite. Wow. Make your eyes water. Super chewy. Yeah. I don't do well with sour <laughs> things. Very acidic. Uh, but you're a bit of a, a sour fan. What's your thoughts? It's pretty good. It's a bit more sour than like the gummy worms. Mm. Yeah, not quite on the warhead level. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I was not expecting that at all. That will teach me for not reading the label. I just saw grape and thought, oh, okay. But, uh, yeah, not my cup of tea. Although it did, uh, if we're going for flavour, it did have more flavour than the strawberry one. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I'm sitting on the fence with that one. Last one, then, is the cream soda as opposed to creaming or creamy. So, should have a vanilla-ish taste to it what's the uh the odd thing about this creamy soda it's green it's green yeah we're so used to brown or pink but they've yep. already used up their pink with the the strawberry one um it's kind of an aquary green would you say uh, i'm not sure yeah maybe i don't know i can't think of a green that's it's it's kind of a spearmint green yeah that's that's better than aqua Aqua's more blue than this. Okay, now let me check the wrapper. Does it say sour? No, thank no. goodness for that. <laughs> it would be an absolute desecration if they uh, made a sour, creamy soda flavour. Um, same consistency. It's very, very solid and chewy. Doesn't bend very well. But hopefully uh, has the same fizzer effect that the, uh, the other two have had. Max has gone for the chomp. I can hear the uh, <laughs> the crunch. What's your thoughts? It's good. It's so hard. Yeah. <laughs> we nearly need thinking music while we're eating it because um, I tell you what, it is a lot harder than I remember as a kid eating these things. I remember them being kind of that soft taffy stage, very chewy, and fizzy paste on the inside. I'm not getting that with these mini ones. Mm. So whether they've cut down on the size and also cut down on the fizz of the fizzer, perhaps. That said, I'm loving this flavour. Yeah. It's really smooth. It's a creamy... It's not like a vanilla cream. Yeah. It's something else. Very hard to pinpoint exactly what makes the cream soda taste. Mm-hmm. But not quite fizzy. Anything else to add on that one? No, not really. Head to head to head, how are you ranking them? Grape. Then the cream soda and strawberry. So I'm going cream soda. Sadly, grape, second, even though I don't like sour things, just because it was quite flavourful. Yeah. And then, yeah, strawberry on the bottom. Uh, if anyone knows where or how to get my hands on Blue Buzz, I definitely want to check it out. <laughs> um, but uh, that's our ranking. We'll whack those up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. Let us know yours. Do you agree? Do you disagree? 
and we'll take a quick break. We'll be back with our sweetest tune right after this. It is time and afternoon delight for our sweetest tune. Now, uh, strangely, there are not many fizzer songs out there in the world, but as it is Father's Day, your uh, give me a song dedication, Max. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what have we got here? It's Walking on Sunshine. By Katrina and the Waves. Uh-huh. So uh, it is the, I believe, debut song from their 1985 self-titled album, uh, it reached number four in Australia, number nine in the United States, number eight in the UK, and quite possibly could have been used in a movie of, by the same name, um, I think, possibly, uh, in 2014. Don't quite know the answer to that question. I could be making that up. But uh, Dad's Day dedication. Yeah. <laughs> this is Katrina and the Waves, Walking on Sunshine. There is Katrina on the Waves with a tune called Walking on Sunshine. Yeah. H- Happy Father's Day to Dan. <laughs> yeah. Sure, he was dancing around the kitchen to that one. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Um, you're listening to Afternoon Delight. Let's take a quick look back. I know that uh, there was only folks that were listening to the show live uh, last week as opposed to our podcast due to technical difficulties. So, um, we can share with you the who, what, why, and where of the Facebook page and updates and that sort of thing. Um, the previous show had been talking chocolate mousse, what was the best, etc., etc. And so we did put out the call, what's your favourite chocolate mousse, whether it be a brand or the style. Uh, Tiana says homemade chocolate mousse with chocolate chips is the best. Yeah. Uh, yellow chocolate mousse came up a couple of times in the vote. Uh, what else have we got here? Steve, where's Steve's comment gone? It's disappeared. <laughs> I was reading it just a second ago. Sorry, Steve. No, it's gone. I'll have to go hunting for it again. Facebook changed last week, and things just are in all sorts of different places. You've got to keep switching between your account and the page account. So it makes it very hard to run a radio show. We will come back to looking at the Facebook uh, posts after the break, perhaps. We'll see if we can work out where all these comments have just gone that I had up on the screen ready to talk about. Say, hey, good looking. What you got cooking? How's about cooking something up with me? It is time and afternoon delight for a recipe, but this week we're not making anything edible. Yeah. Might be good for a last minute Father's Day present if anyone's uh, getting to the end of their day, or it could be people listening back to the podcast who don't live in Australia. <laughs> uh, what are we making, Max? Homemade bath fizzy recipe. Yeah. So it's still a fizzer. Yeah. Just use it in the bath. Yeah. Dad's like a good soak, I'm sure. <laughs> what do you need? One cup of baking soda, one cup of citric acid, 
three quarters of a cup of cornstarch, one quarter of a cup of Epsom salts, five to ten drops of food colouring, and five to ten drops of essential oils. So even though it's made with a lot of things that sound delicious, this is not <laughs> edible. We must stress, this is not edible. Yeah. <laughs> what else do you need? Uh, Moulds or muffin pan and a spray bottle. Mix your dry ingredients, the baking soda and cornstarch, Epsom salts and citric acid together. You can find citric acid most likely around the kitchen aisle with the mason jars and canned canning supplies. Mix five to ten drops of your desired colour or food colouring in a spray bottle with water. Make sure you spray your spray bottle has a misting feature because you will need it. Now you want to lightly mist your dry ingredients. Your mixture will bubble itself up before you even get to use it in the bath. Mist lightly and then mix around. Rinse and repeat until you get the desired colour. Drop in a few drops at a time of your favourite essential oils and mix around. If you want it to be stronger, drop in a few more drops. Now that your mixture has its colour and scent, you're ready to mould your bath fizzies. I used a muffin tin, but you can use any type of mould you have available. Fill your moulds and allow them to dry for 24 hours. Once your moulds are dry, then you can pop them out and they are ready to give as gifts or use for your own relaxing bath. So there you go, a nice one for... uh Father's Day gift that's up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page, and you can have a go at making that yourself. Would have been good for Father's Day stalls and things like that as well, methinks. Yeah. Uh, now, we've found the hidden comments on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page that disappeared as soon as I clicked on them. So, last week we were looking at uh, your favourite types of chocolate mousse. There are lots of different um, brands out there. So, as I said, Yeller got uh, quite a shout-out on the page. Uh, Jason, very funny, said Bullwinkle. <laughs> do you know? Do you get that joke? Uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle? No? Nah. Not even in your wheelhouse. Rocky was a famous cartoon flying squirrel who had a friend called Bullwinkle, and Bullwinkle's a moose. <laughs> I'm sure there would have been a tie-in back in the days of Rocky and Bullwinkle moose, perhaps. No, wrong sort of moose. Uh, Alana says the KFC... Um, Moose is amazing. She had to stop her husband from stealing hers. <laughs> Stephen uh, says he concurs, except they've changed the packaging so it feels smaller. Um, and Chris uh, says whipped cream in Nutella folded in makes for a good chocolate mousse. Um, Tiana also said loves the caramel at the bottom of the food envy chocolate mousse. So, uh, yeah. Chocolate mousse was all the rage last week. I really wish that the uh, the podcast had worked because there were some amazing chocolate mousses that we uh, tried on the show. But uh, anywho, you can't travel back in time and fix these things. Uh, our big question this week on the show is what is your favourite fizzer flavour? Is it grape, strawberry? Is it apple, creamy soda? Perhaps you've tried the, the double fizzer that has a flavour at either end that you 
eat from one end to the other. Uh, or maybe you've tried the Blue Buzz. So let us know, 0439 329 713, or jump on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. Perhaps you're a fan of the Sour Fizzes, <laughs> of which I'm not, but Max definitely was. Uh, we'll be back to open up this week's Kinder Surprise right after this break. Okey-dokey, Max, what is inside this week's Kinder Surprise? Don't want to shatter it everywhere. <laughs> oh, Too bad. Yeah. <laughs> Chocolate everywhere. Ah, <laughs> uh, dear me. The flakes have uh, made their way out. Okay, it looks like it's a piece together. Yeah. How many pieces we got? Three. Three? They're getting more intense. <laughs> more than two, at least. Uh, can you work it out with add instructions? It's looking pretty... Oh, no, maybe there was a step one that you missed. So, Max, put the uh, the back of whatever this... Is it a frog? No? no, it's a wolf. A wolf? Okay, I can't tell from over here. Old person eyes. So, uh, Max pieced it, the body together and then tried to jam the, the legs and the head, which, strangely, are one piece together. There we go. Had to pull it apart. So now the head and the front legs are attached separately to the torso. <laughs> yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, dear me. Uh, so that is... What sort of wolf? Does it let us know? No, no. Never does. Maybe if we scan the magic beeper thingy. Uh, that's it for this week's edition of Afternoon Delight. Thank you for tuning in. And as always, if you've got any sweet treats you'd like us to uh, research and present, you can jump on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. Uh, and if you'd like to get involved with the show in any way, be a co-host and the like, let us know, lolly at ocrfm.org.au. But all things going well, we'll be back next week from 3pm to do it all again. Happy Father's Day again, everybody. Yeah. Bye-bye. See ya. Rubbing sticks and stones together makes the spark ignite And the thought of love on you is getting so exciting Skyrockets in flight